0: Give me fuel, give me fire, give me that which I desire. Okay. We'll do it live. Okay. No. We'll do it live. Fuck okay. it.
1: And we are live. Mateo. Allocast Live, that is. We have returned. We took a month off. I have not done a live stream since the Scott Pingel interview back on the release date of SNM2 at the end of August, but I decided it was time to come out of my live retirement because it's almost Halloween. Oh, Richard, are you scared? A little bit. Yeah, A little bit? Yeah. I mean... (laughs) It is scary over here. Um, I probably will repeat this because uh nobody's watching right now. So if people tune in, uh we will uh I wanna show off and uh for you know there's nothing better on a podcast than visuals. So <laughs> I'm gonna show off my fake jack-o'-lantern right now. Ooh. Oh, it's scary. And uh I've also murdered, and now I am petting a skull. Oh, yes, I am petting a skull. We have one person watching right now, and I wonder if we'll scare them away, because it's so scary. This Metallicast Live is so scary. Yeah, I've already said your name, but let me do a formal introduction to the one, the only, the man, the myth the legend nay the god richard s he i'm pretty sure i'm the only i think you are the one in the yeah yeah Uh, yeah yeah
2: hey
1: hey it's been a while
2: (laughs) it has been a while it's been like a few months actually
1: yeah i took a few months off of richard um, by that, ha. I mean I mentioned them in every episode I've recorded since. Very nice. <laughs> you just always come up in conversation, Richard. because of that damn St. Anger piece you wrote. Whenever St. Anger comes up, I think of you. <laughs> and then I have to mention the piece and spread the word so everybody can check it out.
2: I can't live it down. It will never die.
1: Yeah. It's almost as if it's the piece that will... Never done. I have nothing I was trying to think of a clever saying, anger <laughs> pun but I got nothing
2: you know Brandon I have to ask you something about uh well something that was brought up in a recent episode so okay. we we all know that you went to Berkeley music college in Boston right sure sure but you went for piano
1: I did can you believe S- that
2: ha- have I- you been hiding like you know classical level piano <laughs> training this whole time
1: no, no. Uh, um, So I started taking piano lessons when I was in elementary school. Never really Same. took it that seriously. And then I started getting into it when I was probably in middle school when I learned about improv. And my teacher showed me the 12-bar blues. Mm. And that's sort of what got me into piano. But then when I was in high school, I started playing bass. And yeah. I started getting like way into playing with bands. And I played bass in the high school jazz band and started playing bass in the, uh, you know, little jazz combos and metal bands and everything. So, like, I always performed out on bass. Mm. And then when it came time for college, most people thought I would go for uh, bass, and I kind of thought I would go for bass, but I think I felt that uh, it was easier doing Piano because I'd played the longest. It was least right. I have to lug around. Um, so I went sure. to Berkeley. I did piano privately, meaning like I took like private lessons and stuff for classes on piano. But like all my performance with bands and stuff was still on bass. It was sort of all uh, right. Yeah, it was sort yeah, of a weird solved. little thing. Yeah, oh. but yeah, <laughs> I'm, I'm uh, but I'm I'm definitely rusty in both right now. I'm a little bit rusty. Yeah, right. having um. Spent my years, you know, teaching, husbanding, fathering, podcasting. podcasting. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> Too busy
2: playing the podcast instrument.
1: Yes. Yes. This is my new instrument. This Metallicast is my new band.
2: It, it really is. Yeah. yeah.
1: You know, I got to hustle. I got to uh, make fans. I got to disappoint. I have to do live streams <laughs> where nobody shows up. <laughs> you know, it's it's flattering and humbling all at the same time totally yeah if you are watching please join the chat I see people starting to tune in uh, so please cool. join the chat join the conversation we have uh, some Metallica news we're gonna get to and ultimately Richard and I are going to keep things spooky in the spirit of Halloween very spooky oh yeah so you can see at the bomb join the conversation do you have a spookiest Metallica song or most metal horror movie. There's so many spooky things on the way. You know, one thing that is not spooky though, that I'm really looking forward to that was announced this week, Richard, S. E. what, Oh, that was both spooky and seductive. <laughs> <laughs> um, one thing that was announced this week, Metallica doing an acoustic live stream on November 14th. Uh, the All Within My Hands acoustic show that was originally set for September, um, obviously not happening because of COVID nineteen, and now it will be at HQ for the world to see. Um, are you planning on checking this out?
2: Hopefully, like I don't think they've done a lot of like professionally shot full acoustic shows, have they? From what now, I remember
1: no Uh, a lot of i think the last all within my hand stuff that they did was probably the closest they got and that was not uh, for that was like professionally shot much the same way they professionally shoot all their live concerts now for like youtube clips um and then of course it was uh you know recorded professionally for the vinyl release and spotify i think has it yeah 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 it's on apple music too and uh, it was a big thing for record release day and all that stuff, but yeah, they've not really done a professional acoustic show proper. Hmm. So I'm kind of intrigued with how they, uh, with what they do. Do they play it safe? Do they do a bunch of songs we've heard, like you know, all within my hands, Unforgiven, some of the familiar covers? Do so they take some left turns along the way? I I'm definitely tuning in. Um, I'm hoping to watch live, but the timing's a little bit weird. It's at like 5 o'clock p.m. my time. Right. So that's sort of like prime, do dinner with the kid, put the kid to bed. But if you get a ticket, you can watch and rewatch anytime within the first 48 hours. True. Sure. Which is nice. A lot of live streams do not allow that. So I will definitely be getting a ticket, hopefully, watching live, but at the very least a few hours after it airs i look forward to the review and reaction podcast oh yes there will definitely be one i was thinking contemplating depending on how i can make the schedule work doing like a live post show you know maybe as, yeah good uh, idea the next live stream but we'll see what happens yeah. with scheduling and everything I'm just throwing out there you can throw it back richard i'm just throwing it out. you can throw it back it's cool it's cool <laughs> um and then, perhaps, in the spirit of Halloween, I feel like I should pet my skull. Oh, yes, pretty skull. Skulls. Skulls. It makes me want to sing the Misfit song, Skulls. <laughs> I want your skull. I need your skull. It was, I, I saw them perform that live, and it uh, was a muddy, amazing <sighs> mess. <laughs> I assume with Danzig. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. With with Glenn Danzig, he was like with Metal Elvis. Uh, himself. Uh, 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 <laughs> gasping for breath, but it oh, was Lord. A- it was amazing. It was amazing. <laughs> but perhaps the scariest news that came out of the Metallica camp this week—not really even out of their camp, but Metallica-related. Not scary to me, not scary to you, but scary <laughs> to some of the metal loyalists if you will some of the old school bangers out there are you ready for this richard as he miley cyrus miley cyrus is gonna record or is recording supposedly in her own words a metallica covers album oh Ooh. no oh that for some that was the scariest news all week i, uh, I
2: woke up on that morning,
1: yeah,
2: I was lying in bed, and I was like, "Something has happened." I know there's been some news. No one has died. It's not bad <laughs> news. What what's happened? I'm gonna go on Twitter, and then I'm like, scroll, scroll, scroll. I'm like, oh, like five people have tagged me in this. Miley Cyrus covering Metallica on full tribute album. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah.
1: <laughs> That was some unexpected news. I see Sean in the chat saying I've interrupted something very private. Yes, sir. Please get the F out and leave Richard, me, and my skull. (laughs) 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 With the lights off and the skull and the pumpkin and the mics, it looks a little bit like a weird snuff film. So I'll give Sean a little credit there. We're filming Unfriended 3. (laughs) <laughs> so Richard Miley Cyrus you're obviously you're you're like the perfect person to talk to the, uh talk to about this because <laughs> you perfectly bridge both the pop and the metal world as uh in your job as a journalist and uh you know just as you're in your fandom of what you yeah. like to listen to so I I mean I think I think this could work I think it could work. It's
2: like, I, I have absolutely no idea what the, um, the track list would look like. I mean, right. she has covered Nothing Else Matters. Yes. Uh, she's been doing a lot of rock songs recently. Like she did Blondie's Hide of Glass. Yeah. Um, uh, she's working on a new album called, I think, Plastic Hearts that comes out next month, which has a very like right. 80s, new wave, like Joan Jett kind of vibe. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but it's like, She definitely has the voice for it. Totally. The question is just conceptually, how is it going to work? You know, is she going to do it with synths and more pop arrangements? Is it going to be a a pure rock band kind of thing? I don't know. Right.
1: Yeah. uh, Mike's saying, Brandon, the lights are too bright in your dungeon. I can still see you. (laughs) What you cannot see, though, is the goods. I'm not wearing pants, Ooh. Mike. <laughs> I'm not wearing pants. I am. Richard is. Richard's keeping it PG. I'm keeping it PG 13. That's how I roll. Everybody who's tuning in. This is just me petting a skull. Nothing to see here. Oh, <laughs> Sarah and Ralph we were late, but we made it. You're just in time to see. me pet a plastic skull. <laughs> and all the viewers we just got instantly to know. Um, for those of you just tuning in, please join the chat and uh Rich is messing around with his background. He just keeps on disappearing into random I'm phasing for... in and out of Bell yeah. Witch's Mirror Reaper. Yeah. I, I like that one better than the mansion living room that you're trying out before. For a while it was just me in a dark room talking to <laughs> yes, talking to a very nice living room. <laughs> a mansion. Gonna critique some architecture here.
2: You know, the uh the fade of the the roofs (laughs) is leaving too much uh space between the windows and the ceiling
1: yes yes oh you ruined it oh perfect this is perfect just uh i like the living Uh, oh you ruined it again oh (laughs) so um sean Singh, very satanic yes the mansions are very satanic you know hell sort of a mansion for the devil if you will I don't want to get too deep in philosophical, but I'm pretty sure I just did. Um, but, yeah, Miley Cyrus, she's an underrated singer. I'm going to say this. I'm not a Miley Cyrus fan. I'm not a big into pop music, but she is a great singer. I've heard her pull off. Uh, if you've heard her at the Chris Cornell tribute yeah. with uh, uh, just phenomenally done. Um, you know, that Chris Cornell is not an easy Vocal to pull mm. off, and she did with very near perfection. I think, I, I think she yeah. definitely stole the show. Um, Lars Ulrich, you know, even was like nerding out about it. Um, I and, that. Yeah. and I and I know a lot of people who went into attend who attended there who are not at all Miley Cyrus fans, and they walked away and was like, That was the highlight of the show. I think it just surprised a lot of people who were not familiar with their. With her chops. And she definitely is a fan of the music. She's like Lady Gaga. She's a fan definitely, of rock and hard rock and metal. Um, so I'm interested to in see what she can do with it. I think she has the voice for it. Uh, mm. She can definitely hire the world's best musicians to back her up. Um, I don't know if it would be a full rock album. I don't know if it would be, yeah, yeah. Um, you know, pop interpretations of things. I mean, I, I'm intrigued I, I don't think if if for everybody freaking out about it, it's not gonna ruin Metallica's name. If anything, it's going to get them uh a few new fans along the way. And uh it, it it's not don't hey, calm down. Everybody who got into the band uh in you know nineteen eighty four, it's not gonna make Ride the Lightning any worse. All right, it's still gonna be an amazing masterpiece of an album just because Miley Cyrus covers a few metallic songs and i would be surprised we talked about this off air richard but i'd Mm. be surprised if the album actually kind of sees the light of day or if it's a full-length album i'm kind of picturing like maybe she releases a few songs as an ep or maybe a couple digital singles tops but i'd be surprised if it's like a full album that she's like releasing and promoting
2: people do love to talk up their projects like especially in pop music a lot of promises don't get kept to be honest so you never know but It's funny, like I went to um I went to the Popheads Reddit uh, subreddit just to check like people's reactions, and uh, a lot of people were commenting and saying all sorts of like irrelevant stuff, um and there are quite a few people being like, oh I wish Ariana Grande would cover Slayer, so (laughs) there there is a bit of a fan base. (laughs) (laughs)
1: Um, Mike, no, you cannot use this audio. You do not have my permission. Uh, fans not experts can suck it um and i yeah i we'll, we'll talk about that off air i need to get a new contract or sign with spotify joe rogan style and just <laughs> make cash out now
2: um you're looking a bit rogan-esque today brendan
1: thank you is it because of my uh um uh, is it the red eyes what is it
2: i think i think it's the um the, the jack lantern the darkness of the room the
1: darkness is it the skull? I like to think that Joe Rogan lives yeah. in a mansion made of skulls.
2: I believe that. Yes. Skulls and yeah. like energy drinks or something. <laughs>
1: skull energy drinks. Uh, Mike wants to know if Miley Cyrus can hire Iron Maiden. Um, better than that, I think. Um, ooh, I went there. I went there. I'd I, pay love to say that. I love Maiden. I love Maiden. Am I sure about what? Sarah and Ralph Saveto, you're writing. Are you sure? Am I sure about what? I need I need specifics here I um, but yeah, I think she can pull off I you know I wanna I'm not gonna torture everybody for those of you who are tuning in and cannot uh, handle the Molly Cyrus fandom going on here, right? We're the world's biggest
3: <laughs>
1: but I, I think you know this is proof right here that she can do it. I'm gonna share my screen here.
2: Sarah and Ralph, nothing can ruin ride the lightning.
1: Nothing. That's my point. Nothing can ruin Ride the Lightning. Nothing can ruin Master Puppets. I mean, if she covered the song Ride the Lightning, do I think her version will live up to the Metallica excellence? No. Yeah. But I do think that her covering the song isn't going to ruin the Metallica version.
2: There is a Jazz and Soul version of Ride the Lightning by a female vocalist that's like kick-ass. So.
1: Right. It's out there. I am going to share this. We're just going to give it a little listen. she could pull it off that yeah. was she's got some pipes on her she's got um, a good
2: like tenor you know
1: yeah really. i mean it, it's all i think it all comes down to <clears throat> song choice in how she arranges yeah. it um mike says related jamie lynn spears is doing an album of lamb of god covers <laughs> i don't know if there's enough auto-tune in the world to save that one <laughs> um in all uh, honesty, this from the Savettos, maybe she'll do something really interesting. So I'm saying give her a chance. You know, I'm not saying it'll be good. I'm not saying it'll be great, but I'm intrigued. I'm interested. I think she's uh, a talented singer and she's going to surround herself with talented people that it could be interesting. Sam says Metallica <laughs> Kairos. <Yeah. laughs> Shout
2: out to Sam, who is a dear friend and. Uh, also host of Punk Goes Pod, another podcast. Oh, that Punk I Goes Pod,
1: yes, 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 yes. Shout out to them. Uh, we got to do something together, guys, down the road. Hey. Why is it saying new comments and I can't see the new comments? I StreamYard doesn't like me, Richard. Mm. StreamYard's picking on me tonight. Also, <sighs>
2: I want to say props to Miley's drummer in that clip for nailing it note for note. That yeah. was like quite impressive. So.
1: Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Solid musicians around here, yeah. right? Yeah. But, Richard, oh, I got my scary jack-o'-lantern here. It's so scary. I bought it a party city. Oh, and this skull, this skull is definitely not a plastic skull. It's a little real skull that I'm petting. And guess what, Richard? We're things are about to get even spookier. The Miley Cyrus covering Metallica because we're about to jump into some horror business dun 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 so yeah this is the halloween edition of metallica's live and uh you know metallica richard i'm not sure if you know this um they have um a guitarist did you know that
2: do they I thought they, they have, played have two the mandolin. guitars. They
1: have two guitars. Uh no, right. no, no mandolin in the band. There's a, a lead guitar. No guitarist. Dulcimer? Richard, now you're pissing me off. Um there's <laughs> no, no <auto> dulcimer. Hop.
3: <laughs>
1: <laughs> there are um uh two guitars. Um one is a uh, rhythm and um uh, lead singer, and uh, there's another one though. He uh calls himself a lead guitarist, if you will. Um I don't wanna uh you know speak over people's heads too much i, I i'm just t- just talking shop over here but um he is a lead guitarist and uh he goes by the name of cook vaughn hammett Ooh, and uh i'm not sure if you know this about lead guitarist kirk vaughn hammett but he has a little bit of a horror collection not nearly as cool as my party city plastic skull, but he has a horror collection nonetheless um his costs a little bit less than my party city goods um but yeah he's uh he's got a large one did you know that
2: i did i did
1: yeah well, how about this Richard? just in case everybody watching at home and listening in podcast world when this is out as a podcast hold on i have to burp oh my god it's like burping demons i told you i i said before i promised you that i'd get the gas out and it's it's you know what it is it's this, this this delicious pumpkin beer that i'm drinking
2: sponsored by
1: sponsored by any youtube ads that accidentally play before each video i see um but yeah i'm gonna play a little video um it's of um this lead guitarist i've named uh kirk hammett um well i didn't name him but somebody named him his mother most likely named him kirk hammett Um, but we know him as uh kirk hammett and uh he's gonna walk through sort of his obsession about horror movies and a little bit about his horror collection. And uh, it's a few minutes long. But we're going to come back and reconvene and uh, talk a whole lot about Kirk Hammett and his horror business. Too much horror business. Driving in a We should just spend the whole hour singing Misfit songs.
2: <laughs> Maybe.
1: <laughs> you sing a Misfit song while I cue this up, Richard. And go.
2: Uh, You put me on the spot here. <laughs> uh, you're, always right. you're always on my mind you are always on my mind that's
1: that's that's a Willie nelson <laughs>
2: as covered by elvis as covered by dancing
1: because <laughs> he had that covers album did you hear that covers album by the way i did not it was um how should i say this rough yeah. um yeah it was rough um all right let's watch this it's a few minutes long and we will uh, come back after the video and uh, talk some more
4: my first universal horror movie that i had seen was frankenstein when i was six years old and it really had a big impact on me i mean just seeing the monster when he first walked through the door i mean it was pretty impactful and, and i thought it was just the coolest thing you know The emotions uh, that I was feeling, the sense of excitement, uh, the suspense, um, it was really, really different from uh, a lot of the other types of movies I had been exposed to at that point. I eventually got to uh, all the other classic universal horror movies and the obsession started. My name is Kirk Hammett. I play lead guitar in a band called Metallica, and I am also a huge collector of horror movie memorabilia, artwork, books, toys. I collect anything that's related to to horror movies from the turn of the century to present day. My favorite genre to collect is the movie posters, and uh, they're super, super rare really, really hard to find, and beautiful, and just um, a marvel to look at. I'm basically a dreamer, daydreamer, <laughs> I always have been. And when I pick up my guitar, which is you know, the, the most ready way for me to express myself and my feelings, I have a tendency to play stuff that's dark uh, and uh, just haunting and in a minor key. I definitely attribute that to my earlier influence of horror genre. It was not just the movies but it was also books. I was way into Edgar Allan Poe when I was a child. I also read a lot of monster magazines and a lot of horror comic books too. Basically for the next um, eight, ten years or so my whole life revolved around playing guitar and, and playing in a band and being a musician and, and making a living. But the second I got some disposable income, I went straight back to that comic shop and started buying a lot of old vintage comics that I wanted for a long time and was finally able to buy. And then all of a sudden, I had a collection and I put it up on, on, on the shelf and it looked great and it just kind of snowballed. But, The second I put up that one movie poster, it really just kind of dominated the entire room. I saw the film, I think I was maybe six or seven, and Boris Karloff's portrayal as the mummy Imhotep was mesmerizing to me. You know, I'll never forget how deep and hollow his eyes looked. There are three posters that are known to, to have survived. I had one of the three. I bought it, I would say, about almost 20 years ago. The thing with movie posters is you, you just can't walk into a store and say, you know, I want a mummy poster. They're discovered, they're found. And the reason why that they're so rare is the classic, like, no one thought they'd be of any value as time went on. They're just considered pieces of paper to advertise a movie, and so, people didn't really even think about, about keeping them. The posters from the 20s up to about 1935, they're just, they're, they're, they're brilliant looking. They're, they have a, a romantic quality to them. Romance uh, movies were the biggest genre at that time. Basically, The Mummy is a love story wrapped up in a kind of horror theme. And so even the posters were, were, were designed around some sort of like a romantic sort of interlude or exchange. It's very interesting because Zita Johan, she looks like she's actually offering herself up to the mummy, but when you watch the movie, it's anything but that. Also, this style of poster, the way it's printed, it's called a stone lithography, which is a lost art. And what it is is it's actual paint applied to, to pieces of stone and using it to print. And so that's why if you look closely At that poster, it has texture, you know, it has a stipulation. And, you know, the layering of of the color, too, gives it just a real kind of like surrealistic quality that I I really, really just love. This poster has been very well kept, very well preserved, and the color on it is pretty amazing, I have to say. This is probably the best example in terms of true representation of color. There's absolutely no reference whatsoever that the mummy is green other than this movie poster and lobby cards. And the reason why he's green is because Karloff's makeup was green so that when it was filmed on black and white, it would look a a, a shade of gray. And so this artist was on the set and was able to see that Karl was green and then they would go sketch out the illustration and paint it out in whatever appropriate colors that were in their notes. I think my appreciation for it grows when I see other people seeing the collection and getting a real kind of pleasure just observing it and getting some something out of it. I put out a book called Too Much Horror Business, it's about my collection and a copy of the book ended up at the Peabody Essex Museum and they liked what they saw and so they invited the collection over to become an exhibition which was really fantastic for me because it's something that I've wanted to do for a long time. and. Also, it was the first major museum exhibition of movie posters, and so now it's moved to the Royal Ontario Museum in Toronto. It's gonna to be great because the museum looks like a huge haunted house. <laughs> and I can't, I can't wait for it to be in there. To see these posters together, I mean, the synergy that they have when you see a whole wall of them, is amazing. it's amazing. It's spectacular. It's like a flood of just art and sensation and, and, and just color. And it's, it's, it's amazing. For me, I get blown away.
1: Very nice. I don't know if you know this, Richard, but Kirk Hammett likes horror movie posters. You think? <laughs> I, mean, I I thought that was the i mean i don't i just don't know where he uh gets all his money from i don't know where he gets all this <laughs> income from but um so obviously he's a super nerd and uh but you know love it and uh he has this massive horror collection wrote a book about the collection uh which by the way i've not seen the i've not f- seen a physical copy of the book have you it's been out for a few years uh. but it, Let me let us know in the chat if you have the book or uh, and what it's like. But um, (laughs) Sam says, I'll be honest, I'd rather listen to Kirk talk about old horror posters than James and anything he does with classic cars. I mean, I I will agree with you. I'm not a big cars guy. I I think I I can appreciate the beauty of a classic car, but I mean, I can't Mm. even change my oil. That's what she said. Um, (laughs) So. (laughs) Uh, um. So yeah, he, he. I think it's really cool that he, you know, has gone the collection to a point where he can right. do uh, things uh, in a museum. I know somebody who went to uh, the Peabody Essex Museum, on the the original run. Uh, that one's in Salem, Massachusetts, so not too far from uh, where I originally grew up. And uh, he and he loved it. And Kirk did a Q and A, and he played a he debuted a, a, a track. He debuted a, a solo instrumental track because, it, there he has his love now of classical music and soundtrack music, and it comes from his love of horror movies.
2: Absolutely, just like the sheer enthusiasm is so infectious to me. You know, it makes right. me wish that I could go to Salem and see the ex- exhibit right now, but uh... <laughs> you never know. No.
1: Well, you know what? I don't think it's there anymore, but let's go find out. Bye everybody. We're gonna keep the camera so, yeah. running. Uh we'll be <laughs> back in about I don't know. You are in Australia, so Yeah. That's how how long would that take you?
2: Uh too too long to uh set up this, <laughs> this gag of
1: me going on Google Maps, but so leading into we, we sort of lined up a couple videos here. This one's a little bit shorter. Um, it's not that video was not forty five minutes, Mike. Okay, it was four to five minutes, but not forty five minutes. Um I and I t- I warned you it was a few minutes long, but you know. Th- this is a Metallica podcast. We're nerds here. What do you expect? All right? What do you expect? What do you expect? <laughs> I told myself I'd make I'd get through this live stream without crying. I need to pet my I need to pet my skull to calm me down. Okay, I'm good now. So, this one I, I talked about. Uh, I mentioned Kirk's love of classical music, and how it comes from horror movies. So this is a fun little video Richard found, of uh, him listening to different pieces of music and saying if it's a jam or not a jam. I guess this is an ongoing thing that they do. Do you are you familiar with this?
2: Maybe I forgot that I found this video. So yeah, you Maybe did,
1: Richard. All right, well we're going to check it out. It's it, it just provides a little bit of insight into uh Kirk and his uh interests in or his uh like what he kind of gravitates to in terms of horror music. And then we're going to hear a little snippet of a piece that he actually wrote and played. Dedicated here's an, un- here's an unintentional you youtube ad i think i'm gonna get a lot of money from all these ads this live stream richard we'll find think? we,
4: find so. that we learn from thank you i
1: i think i deserve all the money what's great too.
4: about this is that it's Oops. nice and funky and groovy but i just have pictures of people being slaughtered and murdered either by zombies or knives
1: did you guys catch the beginning of that? What's great oh, about
4: this is that it's nice and funky and groovy, but I just have pictures of people being slaughtered and murdered either by zombies or knives or whatever. So I would say this is totally a jam. Hey, CBC Music. Kirk Hammy here, listening to Jam or No Jam. In town for the ROM thing. If you get a minute, come by and see it. It's really cool. All right, I know this one. I don't really picture swans when I, I hear that. I pi- picture impending evil. This song used to be in like 90% of the horror movies between 1918 and 1933. It's crazy, it's like they had no other other choice or something. Need a soundtrack? Swan Lake, here, we have it on vinyl right here. <laughs> I used to like tremble in fear when I, uh, here. I'd hear the first few notes of that because it reminded me of the movie. Seriously, I would hear that and it would, I would get a chill. The feeling that I get when I listen to that is like reality breaking down into ins- total insanity. That's a, that is total jam, like like double jam, like all over the bread.
0: The
4: I don't know about this. <laughs> it was really really great until until the same game. <laughs> So I have to say, no jam, peanut butter all the way. <laughs> it sounds like a 70s tune, but, it, uh, but I, I have a feeling it's more modern than that. But, you know, what's great about this is that it's nice and funky and groovy, but I just have pictures of people being slaughtered and murdered (laughs) either by zombies or knives or whatever. So I would say this is totally a jam. (laughs) I have to say, it's one of my favorites right there. It's a total jam. I just love that kind of music anyway. I'm a big fan of it, and so I would say total jam. But, you know, the blob is more like jelly than jam. All right. Nailed it. Nailed it.
3: Now you can All right.
1: Yeah, so just a short little video. Fried some. I thought it was provided some insight into sort of what he gets out of horror movies. You know, the classic ones and the modern ones. Um, I thought it was uh, interesting that you thought the childish Gambino reminded him of killing zombies, though.
2: I didn't say that. That's a spooky song.
1: Yeah. Um, speaking of spooky songs, should we move along to the one that cook Von Hammett wrote Please. and performed? So I, I'm trying to put this into context. I guess this was for an ad for about like for his own little toy line. And or is, cause they have like the KVH toys that like tie in with his fear fest evil. He like has this whole other like mini, literal horror business going on right. where he does like he did a couple years of the festivals and then he you know he had the book a couple years of the festivals does like the touring of his uh collection and uh and now he has like a couple little toy things too um but this is uh another very short video and it kind of shows how he you know he has come out in interviews and said he wants to compose classical music, but like horror classical music. And this is sort of uh, his, the song that he performed at the Peabody Exics Museum, there's not a recording of it, or at least not a recording of the full song that I have been able to find. But that was like his venture into classical. And this is, I'm not sure if this is a snippet of the same thing or something separate from that, but it's in the same vein. And I know that there's more on the way. Uh, so I'm saying it sounds like Phil and someone's Harvest full, but you know, I, know I, I just read, that. I was reading that live and I wasn't expecting that last part. Um, touche. Uh, I'm so. has the Cowboys
2: from Hell tattoos, so, um, some mixed feelings there, understandably. Yeah, I
1: mean, I think we all love Pantera. Mm. I think, uh. I like to think when you listen to songs, especially on a bold display of power, that there's not, uh, you know, there's they they believed in what was good, but I definitely in 2020 lens at least the the constant confederate flag use and the use of the, <laughs> of the Nazi salute at a at a concert by Phil Samo are both highly questionable <laughs> to I, say I, the I, least. <laughs> mm. uh, anyways. That's thank spooky, you sam that made me laugh yeah exactly don't meet your heroes is that what they always say
2: well unless they're metallica
1: unless if it's metallica then only i should meet them yes and interview them and then be like all yeah. right if you have extra time then go see everybody else who listens if you have a vacancy that's how this on works base, right you know who's on base
2: Oh, if they ever have a a vacancy on bass, you
1: know. Oh, gotcha, gotcha, gotcha. Um Phil should have drank a lot less tonight. I agreed. Yeah. I think he was um at least a uh, several bottles of wine in if I recall from reading about that and seeing videos. Um some things you try to block out about the ones that whose music you like, you know. Mm-hmm. <laughs> So this is called the symphony of horror. Are you scared, Richard?
2: Well, it's not the symphony of destruction.
1: No. Ooh, ah. <laughs> 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 symphony <him>. of horror. <laughs> um, I don't want to get anybody hopes up, but I will say this. There is a... Uh, a new Metallica episode coming out Monday uh, with uh, a band, uh, up-and-coming metal band from the Bay Area called Gershock, who uh, did a oh, cover yeah. of Saint Anger. So you'll appreciate that, Richard. But Very the bad. reason I mention is because they introduced me to a, a band that they know who are doing a Sweating Bullets cover. And I have been in talks about doing my Bad Dave Mustaine impression over their Sweating Bullets cover. I don't want to get hopes up. It might not happen. But there have been preliminary talks about putting the ah, to actual musical use. So that could be quite fun. I, I told them flat out on Twitter that I cannot guarantee it'll be good, but I can guarantee it'll be entertaining. It'll be funny. Uh, Mike says, before we jump into this video, Weird Al's Mouth for <laughs> Gwar is a great parody. Is that a real Weird Al parody?
2: No, I looked it up. <laughs> I wish
1: that's, that's just <laughs> I really that wish that thing. was real I was like there's no way he did a parody of that song and named it out to gore oh and only <laughs> does the say white wine supposedly <laughs> uh, yes anyway then Kirk just is something with Edwin Outwater yes don't spoil what's coming up next Saveto's okay keep your Metallica knowledge to yourself oh my god fooled you at least i can spell fooled you fool well now that parody song must be done it really needs to be done um mike sign off and go do um a mouth for guar parody song thank you all right here we go symphony of horror i'm scared already Yeah, so an ad for Toys dot com. Would you? That was another video you found. So that was two good finds by you, Richard. Good I'll job. Good job. I always <laughs> like when I always like when the guest does my work for me. It's always a plus. Um, I I had I had not heard or seen that before though. Huh.
2: I enjoyed Let that. I like know. that Kirk. His tone and his playing are just like instantly recognizable. You know.
1: Totally. Yeah. Instantly I think that way about all the band members though. Let uh-huh. me know in the chat if you had seen or heard that or if you're familiar with uh the piece he did previously at the Peabody XX Museum or I'm I'm assuming it played elsewhere too when the when the touring uh collection jumped around. Um <laughs> that guitar looks like nosferatu is trying to appeal to the kids of the nineties with that graffiti font um i I thought that was a cool guitar, not as cool though as the mummy guitar. I think the mummy guitar is one of his most classic and uh uh what's the word I'm looking for awesome guitars, if yes. you will yes fearsome 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 uh in the spirit of kirk Hammett loving horror movies and having this massive horror collection. Writing a book about too much Chara Bears nails, driving late at night, psycho Um, uh, Sorry, I got carried away again. I obviously need to listen to a lot of misfits this week. With, with keeping all that in mind, Richard and I thought it would be fun to come up with some nerdy questions like spookiest Metallica riff, spookiest Metallica music video, and the most metal. Horror movies. Dun dun dun. Imagine if I just did that for the like ten minutes. Uh, how many people do you think would watch that?
2: I thought I was gonna or I thought to I was it. gonna turn into Mustaine.
1: <laughs> Wait, let me do that again. Dun 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 oh, have you met Junior? <laughs> <laughs> speaking of which, speaking of which, I got maybe um either you or I need to google this right now. There is a horror movie that Dave Mustaine is in. Uh and it's like, it's like a I'm not even sure if it's B-grade, it might be more like C or D grade. Um but there's a,
2: Halloween Pussy Trap Kill Kill. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Wait, what's it called? <laughs> Halloween Pussy Trap Kill Kill.
1: Yes, can you find a trailer for it? I'll throw uh, it up here right now. All right, it this is, is not planned, but we will exists. we will show this trailer, especially if um stains in the trailer horrible or horrible, oh horror or horrible. <laughs> <laughs> I think uh, it's uh tech technically filed under horror, but it is um actually horrible. This thing, oh my god, in the chat. <laughs> I've not seen this movie yet. I know it's out there, um. A credit to Dementia.
2: There are, there are no trailers.
1: That's, you know, it's bad. But is there wait, a clip? No, no sorry. Oh, phew. Um, and Glenn Danzig, too, while we're on this whole Misfits talk, yeah. also has his own really bad horror movie out right now. It is my dream I to wanna just. That. I want to get really, really intoxicated and watch both those movies back to back. That's That's my dream night right now. That might be the best movie title of all time. <laughs> uh, Is this it right here that you sent of, me?
2: The description of this movie. So, on Halloween, an all-girl rock and roll band called Kill Pussy Kill ventures out to play the biggest <laughs> show to date. However, before hitting this. the road, they manage to unwittingly upset a man. Unfortunately, Uh-oh. this man turns out to be an evil genius dead, dead set on revenge. This is
1: too oh. long but ooh. Well, I got the I got the trailer queued up. Shall we jump into it? Sure. It sounds spooky, spooky Halloweeny. Ooh. And really bad. It sounds atrocious. Yeah, the Veronica movie by um Danzig. Has anybody seen this Mustaine movie or the Danzig movie? Cuz the Danzig movie's actually Like directed and I think written by him. I mean that that should be if I can find on a streaming service, I'm gonna find a way to do like a Netflix watch party type thing for that. I think because that would just be (laughs) that would just be a dream come true. All right, let's jump into the trailer here for for this movie Um, featuring featuring Demosthenes. Oh, I'm just gonna keep doing this till the drill starts. Oh, Halloween pussy trap. Kill, kill. Ah. Here we go. Hopefully, we see him in the trailer. Alright,
4: let's load up. got big show. We gotta be there by two.
0: Stop!
4: What do you want?
0: Leave the girl alone! What the, what the hell? hell is going on? Happy Halloween. Oh, thank God. You blew on you, huh? Sure did. I got a van for my uncle's house. There you go. Nice. <laughs> Welcome to the basement. of is oh, this crush him? Consider this your celebration. Misty?
4: We are not lab rats! <laughs> oh, come on. It's Halloween. It's supposed to be fun. <laughs> to <laughs> what is going
0: on?
3: <laughs> what <did> I <laughs> Bro,
2: ah! i'm gonna be honest that looks a lot better than i expected
1: i i'm not gonna lie it did it did it was and it, it note i noticed who it said featuring the voice of dave mistake which is almost better um and i swear for a second i thought that was crushing playing in the trailer i was like Note i uh, probably uh but Stan was like, you can use two of my songs. Crush them in Super Collider. Ooh, yeah, my two best wounds ever. Um, I literally had to stop myself from laughing when I saw Sam's comment. I know in Ver- um, Verodica, a woman has eyes on her breasts and she cries from them, which is probably the most Glenn dancing thing ever, besides eating cone chocolate on a dirty mattress in a house that is um, just a mess. If you're not sure what I'm talking about, go back to my episode about uh, Loverman, the Jubilee Street podcast, and I just went on a weird Danzig tangent at the end. Uh, He also adds, Josie and the Pussycats really fell on hard times in the mid 2000s. That's where they got it from, right? Oh, Mike, I already saw this movie. Boom, I get it. Um, Crush Him is taken by a bad Universal Soldier sequel. That's true. Isn't it? like is it the second one or the third one? Is there a third one? It's definitely the second one. I think it's like I know you're right. Yeah, I remember the music video though, and I remember the song being featured heavily in WCW mm. because Goldberg was also in that horrible movie. I think we need to just do a live stream where we just talk about horrible movies. Um, oh, yeah. That's what I'm. That's what I'm figuring it out. But before we get there. Um, Richard, dare I ask. Things are about to get spookier. Spookier than Dave Mustaine's voice in a Be Great Horror movie. Um, I'm going to ask you flat out. Spookiest? Metallica? Are we doing like full song or riff? What did we say we were doing? Riff?
2: Riff first, yeah.
1: All right. Spookiest? Metallica? Riff. And go.
2: You know what? I feel like you have to go first, because we discussed this, and you have the monopoly on the spookiest riff. So I feel like I'm going second, you know? Does anybody
1: want to take guesses on what I think? Read my mind. <laughs> what I think the spookiest riff that Metallica wrote is. I think it's sort of an easy one. Nice. Uh, it was kind of a... I, I definitely... We both had the same answer, and I definitely stole it from underneath you and made you come up with something different. Um. You're the host. Well yeah, I I am a big deal. You're right. So that's why I did it. Um but I had to go with the thing that should not be. Does it get any more horror than that in the whole catalog? I mean, maybe Call of Cthulhu as an instrumental, you know. Uh you know, the inter salmon's got an underrated creepy riff, especially in the acoustic version. I think there's but I think you gotta go with the thing that should not be. Just the way it's down tune and sluggy and chuggy i just said sluggy and chuggy and i stand by it yeah what a riff what a riff
2: not only that but that song basically invented morbid angels entire career (laughs) in a good way like literally trey azikthoff has spent 30 years just ripping off that riff in other ways so
1: right and I know everybody right now is busy
0: singing. Um,
1: it's so good. So good. But I made you come up with another spooky riff. And anybody who knows, I, I know what it is. And I will just say anybody who knows Richard S. C e. probably won't be surprised.
2: <laughs> I have chosen the ending riff of "All Within My Hands" from the hit two thousand and three album "Saint
1: Anger." Specifically, yeah, go, go,
2: go, go, go,
0: go, 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 go.
1: I do have to say, the first time I heard the ending of "All Within My Hands" when I came home in high school with Saint Anger. And I put it on my CD player. I have to say that, um, not necessarily scared by the ending, but I was like, oh, this is kind of fucked up. It sounds like a dissident mess, and I did quite enjoy it. It it leaves you uneasy, it leaves you kind of just Mm. hanging there. Like, it does, it feels like it's not resolving.
2: Exactly. I think, I think of it as the only possible. Like the only logical ending to an album that's that like grim and about self loathing and stuff you know there's no right. happy ending
1: it like it's like kind of it's kind of like this out, and then the band collapses yeah.
2: into feedback,
1: yeah, it's kind of like this podcast, there's no happy <laughs> endings ever. <laughs> um so that's what we chose for our spookiest riff if you can come up with a different metallica riff for the spookiest riff please let us know in the chat um i'm interested to hear what you have to say um oh you know what we didn't get to i'm a podcast professional i glossed right over we mentioned it but i glossed right over the edwin outwater kirk Hammett collaboration you know because but i'm I'm, watch what i do here podcast professional i'm gonna i'm gonna backtrack, re- re- rewind, and I'm going to just completely bridge both things. These riffs that we named, The Thing That Should Not Be, the ending of All Within My Hands, are so spooky that Kirk Hammond was like, I got to write spookier stuff. And I'm teaming up with Edwin Outwater, musical director, and, uh, well, not musical director, conductor of the SNM2 project, Michael Tilson Thomas, the musical director. But um, it- it's funny, though, that that news came out this week, because of the Kirk Hammett uh, So What interview. Because uh, when I interviewed Edwin Outwater, humble brag for um, <laughs> for MetalTalk.net, and you can also hear that interview on Metallicast, so go check that out. Um, shameless plug. Um, he goes into a little bit about this project, which I knew nothing about before I interviewed him. But apparently, the way Edwin... Uh, and I've not read the Kirk Hammett interview yet. It's still on the back burner for me because things have been a little bit busy. But the way it went out, water described it was that it was going to be like a, it's basically like a horror circus. Like it was going to be, they were going to have like everything from, is it was going to be rock music. It was going to be orchestral music. It was going to be um, horror. It was going to be like vaudeville it was going to be like, there were going to be drag Queens. It was just going to be like a whole, Circus of different things for like this huge horror inspired show um so I was saying I was definitely katula has a very spooky eerie atmospheric vibe yeah and you know what else does what that <laughs> the the mega death song that rips it off <laughs> I mean mustaine co-wrote katula so I'll give him that one but um anyways I'm going off on a tangent uh tangent T- why did I say tangent it's like it's not a tangy tangent
2: tangent gent
1: taint gent um but yeah he's g- going to this whole project um with Edwin when so he's was making the rounds in the news this week and uh i don't know why I didn't make the rounds when i did the interview kirk hammond does an interview and everybody's like oh this is what kirk hammond says i do an interview and everybody's like oh crickets i don't get it i just don't un- i I just don't understand it but um I- i'm really interested in what they come up with because edwin Alwater is also a huge horror fan so he became friends with kirk hammond Their, I mean, obviously because of the SM2 project, but because of their mutual love of horror movies and this Ring out all nightmare long. That has a great horror video, which I think is a good segue into our next thing. Best, the the spookiest music video that Metallica has done.
2: Yes, indeed. That was my pick. That was your pick.
1: Yeah. See, I, that's a, I mean, I think I got the the link right here hold on yep. if you're not seeing this video, i'm not gonna play the whole thing but if you've not seen this video and of course everybody listening on the podcast feed is gonna love this because you know you can visuals go or do wonders for a podcast Your balls, um, well, thank you what <laughs> so if you guys aren't familiar can you hear this ad when i start uh-huh. it it literally just said my balls will thank me. It's an ad for Manscaped. I've officially made it! Do you know how many uh, podcasts have ads for Manscaped? This, I mean, they're not advertising with me but still, it's like kind of you know, anyways. <laughs> um, let's see what our balls are doing though with Manscaped. I'll give them a free ad. It's Manscaped. Do you use Manscaped, Richard? Be honest. I do not. Oh, neither do I. I probably Manscaped, should They have know. been
4: one of the leaders when it comes to... <laughs>
1: All right. Oh, thank God. Oh, we saved it. All right. So just like a classic, like, old school horror movie. Right up Kirk's alley right here.
2: Oh, there's no sound.
1: There's no sound? Oh, god damn it. We'll do it live! We'll do it live! Are you just going to sing the song while I play the video? That would... That would be amazing if it times up perfectly. Yeah. I would be even more impressed. All right, take 2. What do I, damn it? Oh, then I close the tab. You know what?
2: Pug-toss you know a what? Professional here. <laughs> yeah.
1: Nothing says professional like a guy who can who stumbles his way around a fucking live stream. <laughs> Professionally manscaped. Professionally manscaped. Do your balls love you? I don't know. Do they? Do the balls love me? Do the balls love me? You're supposed to answer my question, Richard. Do my balls love me? Things are getting weird here. I'm sorry for anybody who's just tuning in for the first time. You're like, why? I thought this was like a Metallica horror live stream. And he's talking about balls. So That is scary, though, for... You Know some people who don't like balls, I guess, right? I'm just filling dead air um, while I get this queued up. Why is this happening, Richard? S.E.
2: Oh, uh, audio what's... and video routing, the bane of my existence. Still
1: oh, you know me. What? Hold on. Oh, this is like a little less X rated. I'm now getting an ad for um, Mohegan Sun. So, if you want to go to a casino, oh, listen to this funky song. Oh, yeah oh yeah got the all right we can skip this out okay so they oh, had
3: the
2: mosques in though
1: oh you gotta be safe you know in mohegan sun that's why you shouldn't go to a casino but that's neither here nor there we're not getting political tonight richard well, so just like classic old school horror right up kirk It's out al- alley It's snowing! It's snowing! Why are they doing this weird lab? I'll do play-by-play for the people listening on the podcast feed. This floor is key to the struggle. There's a weird creature on the desk. Uh oh, the monster! I've not seen this music video in a long time. It is pretty freaky. I like it when the zombies come. On. Mm-hmm.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Instead of offspring, they become.
0: Uh
1: oh. The stakes becoming alive! like this is like the this is basically what they use for the background of one now live is like this part here i feel like it's very similar it's not the same but, it's very similar. but the soldiers the gas mask is it the same i don't think it's the same but it's like basically in the room of the motherland it says and then we got some scary zombies later on oh it actually goes great with the guitar solo too. With the zombies. This is a good one. I've not seen this music video in years. I gotta be honest, I've not seen it in years. It, that's a good one though. I forgot how kind of creepy that one was. Um, Death like my favorite tune of Magnetic. Yeah, definitely up there. What's that?
2: Almost like a Tool video or something with the aliens and shit.
1: Yeah, yeah. It's a, like a interesting uh, editing between like the animation and the you know the, the real footage um you know the real people that steak wasn't done yet no what was that with that steak turning into a worm
2: i think the idea was that the, the alien spores reanimated the steak the like meat
1: right kind of i could use lie. some help i could use some of that down there you know what i'm saying <laughs> this is the second time i'm crying on the
3: podcast
1: um Great song, though. Cool music video. That was a really good choice. I saw some people mentioning this in the in the chat, but yeah, my my pick for Spookiest would be one, which I don't even need to play. But we, we, we know the song. We, we know the music video. If you don't know the music video, then stop listening to this podcast. Or just unsubscribe, undownload, and leave me a one-star review. Please don't. Please don't. I really want the downloads and the subscriptions and the five-star reviews. But... But no, it, we all know that music video. It, that that to me is like a little bit more like real life horror. Like I got no arms, no legs, no face. I'm just begging to die. It's such a bleak, depressing music video about the horrors of war. But All Nightmare Long definitely is a lot more fun. Because of zombies and stuff. And steaks that become <laughs> muted worms. <laughs> I am hungry now. For muted worms or steak?
2: Uh, steak.
1: Yeah. Almost. Well, yeah, because, you know, soldiers in comas, Richard, always make me hungry.
2: <laughs> Gotta get that IV Unbelievable. drip. You know, get the Unbelievable.
1: Unbelievable. Um, I just saw your message. Did I skip to the cooler shit?
2: May- yeah you did
1: yeah i didn't even see that we were on the same uh the same wavelength there richard it's like we can finish each other's sandwiches oh beautiful beautifully done um so all right we have we we spoke we we chose our spookiest riffs uh you chose the ending of all within my hands i chose the thing that should not be we chose our spookiest metallica music videos you with all nightmare long, me with one, and now we're doing our most metal horror films. You chose three, I chose three. Um, should I do the trailers for each one of these? Do 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 we have that kind of time? Do people want maybe, to stick around? Or maybe we can maybe, play them maybe and for like, our like
2: talk over them.
1: Yeah, that's what I'm kind of yeah. thinking. Right. So maybe like I'll queue up the trailer. I like see. I'm I'm sorry. I'm a podcast professional. We're just. We're just gonna wing this as we go along here. Um, maybe I'll queue up the trailer and then we can like introduce it as it goes. Cool. You know, like my number three pick is Trail stretch and you're like, boom.
3: Who wants you know to go what
1: first?
2: I feel like you should get the last word, so maybe I'll go first.
1: I mean, I do like getting the last word. Yeah. Guests should choose. That's uh, the guest should choose. I'll
2: let you have the last pick, so
1: all right, so we'll do your number three first
2: all right, and I'm gonna put you on the spot uh, okay it, not only will we talk about the movie, but if you can name what metal band or what song it reminds you of this one no like in general, like with your picks and stuff
1: oh all right, gotcha yeah minor are, mine are very easy to do though I will be I will say that all right this up, so this is going to be your number three pick according to what you sent to me. Hold Which on. This
2: is the film Mandy from Ooh. 2018 by the director Panos Cosmatos.
1: Ooh, we got the directors and everything.
2: Nicholas Cage.
1: I mean, you can't really go wrong with Nicolas Cage in a horror movie.
2: Uh, this is a truly metal film kind of like a revenge thriller um Nicolas Cage has to rescue his girlfriend from Under the demonic primordial sky.
1: you know this is We're one of those movies, movies everybody's to told me to watch and I just haven't gotten into it yet
3: closed yeah
1: I've heard it's great
0: special one let us be so very special together.
2: That's true he does.
1: I said give so the performance do, of a then? lifetime for those of you listening you know, on the podcast feed.
3: So what you crazy evil show you love.
1: Even that font is super metal.
2: Chainsaw fight.
1: Oh, my God. So, I all right. I'm all in on that because, one, it looks badass. I've heard it's badass. And, two, um, it ends with Mandy going into, like, a super black metal font. I'm gonna say- and death metal Mandy, totally. And then it ends with a chainsaw fight, which is... Very metal. <laughs> I was
2: going to say, that film <laughs> opens, with, um, the, it opens with the song Starless by Crim- King Crimson, which is metal as fuck. And yeah. And then, I mean, it's a very, like, spiritual film, actually. Like, there is violence, but it kind of washes over you and puts you in, like, an almost sleepy state. But I was right, going to say, right. for that reason, the metal band reminds me of a witch with their... Funeral Doom, Masterpiece, Mirror Raper.
1: Very nice. Very nice. Well, my my number three choice is a little bit of a cop-out maybe. Um, you can never go wrong with a good chance of fight. I 100% agree. Um, but my third choice is, it's definitely a Halloween movie. It's not so much a horror movie. Um, but the music in this movie, I approach each one like in a different way. So, uh, the, for this one, the music in it is very, uh, has been very influential and even covered by metal artists. Um, the composer of this film has composed many. And he has a very, his, he has composed many movies and he has a very unique, uh, sounds that I have heard in a lot of different artists from, Raging uh, ranging from Avenged Sevenfold to the Dillinger Escape plan to so many in between. Um so my number three choice is The Nightmare Before Christmas. Brandon and uh we're getting another manscaped ad. So we're gonna hear a little bit about chest um, involved. No worries. I mean it's better late than never. If so I can get a manscaped time. Maybe I can get a Manscaped sponsorship out of this live stream, if nothing else, or Mohegan Sun at least. Um, But I didn't choose a trailer for this, but I chose—it's like a clip of the movie with um, Marilyn Manson um, performing "This Is Halloween." Over it, we don't need to do the. I've
2: never seen this movie actually, so I
1: really—you've wait—you've never seen *The Nightmare Before Christmas*?
2: (laughs) No, I have not.
1: Oh my god, what kind of childhood did you live, Richard S. C. Do you know the music from this? Yes, you have to see the photo set. You do. wouldn't you like to see something strange? Come
0: with us and you will see, town of Halloween. This is Halloween, this is I am the one hiding under your bed, teeth ground sharp and eyes glowing red. I am the one hiding under your stairs, fingers like snakes and spiders in my head.
1: you how have you not seen that movie it's a classic i don't know you have <laughs> you got Tim Burden, danny elfman marilyn Mance. I, I think that was somebody maybe can correct me but i think that was taken from a whole uh album where like the different songs uh, from the movie were performed by uh metal and rock artists so i mean it's it's just you know it's a very metal movie even though it's kind of a Family friendly movie, not really horror. But I had a I had a, it it's Halloween, I had to go with it. Uh yep, that's what they're saying in the chat. Yep. <laughs> so I was right. <laughs> Thank you, Savettos. Uh so should we go with your number two?
2: Sure.
1: Your number two. Your number two. Yes. Alright, I'm getting this queued up here. Hold on, hold on. If you if you need to kill some time, go watch Nightmare Before Christmas. Brasef. All right, all right. You can introduce now. Well, maybe I will get an ad. Oh, we're not going to get an ad. Okay. Here we go. Here we go. Here we go. Manscaped. <laughs> That's you. <laughs> no, it's it's Suspiria. Ooh.
2: The nineteen. Oh well. Also this. There are two films, 1977 by Dario Argento and 2018 by Luca Guadagnino.
1: Oh, I see. You sent me two links. There's a 2018 scene and a 1977 scene. Which one do you want?
2: No, play this one. It's good.
1: All right, cool. It's
2: cool because the uh, original and the remake are both very different. Um, Both set in uh, ballet school. I think Germany, that's like a site for witches
1: or something. Yeah. Yeah, I've not seen this one. For those of you listening to the podcast, there's dancing. Women are dancing and prancing. In some kind of, perhaps, ballerina ritual. To this, in the podcast, is so confused right now. grandma's spot. I hate when I get possessed by Satan. Looks pretty freaky.
2: It's cool because the original is kind of cheesy. It's like very colorful, bright red, (laughs) has this iconic score by the Italian prog rock band Goblin.
1: Ooh.
2: I would actually compare a little bit to Ghost, the band. But the 2018 one is very, like, I would say a lot darker probably more intense um has a score by tom york of radiohead actually but that oh, made cool. me think of more of like satiricon or some kind of black metal band yeah. that's a bit witchy and atmospheric so. yeah
1: like if somebody just was tuning in and they're like what is this if i was like that's the new uh music video from insert norwegian black metal band somebody would been like Yeah, all right. That makes sense. Kind of artsy, but yeah, makes sense. (laughs) (laughs) All right, all right. So I guess it's my number two pick, huh? Yes, it is. I mean, ooh, we're getting our spooky voices on. I mean, I think this is another obvious one. I think I'll be honest. I chose a couple obvious ones here. But we're talking most metal. I got to go with the most metal. I mean, once you see what I chose, it's not really going to need any explanation, I don't feel like um but I I will introduce it nonetheless it's uh directed by a uh, little known uh, metal artist named Rob Zombie um and uh I don't know if you know this but he also has directed a few films um this being his first one house of 1000 corpses which I just think is a classic and I I I will say I'm not a big uh, like I'm not big into all of Rob Zombie's films, but I would say House of a Thousand Corpses and its sequel, Devil's Rejects, are two all time greats. And I'm not sure which one I like more. Um, I think Devil's Rejects is maybe a little bit more original because House of a Thousand Corpses is like such a tribute to so many things that came before. Uh, but it's, it's just, you know, it's a classic. You haven't seen this either? Oh my <laughs> god, Richard. I've
2: seen Lords of Salem, which I think is, eh, but has some, like, night. really cool interests. Four
0: young people out I haven't seen that one. I've heard it so roads yeah. of America.
1: What's that I mean, you know know got what what Dwight, Dwight? Schrute from The Office.
0: In search of a mysterious figure known only as <laughs> Doctor Satan. Of Dr.
1: Satan. Yeah. Chris Hardwick that's from Nerdist, in <laughs> *Talking Dead*.
0: <laughs> what they uncovered. <sighs>
1: you ain't seen nothing yet. Dels Rejects is brilliant. It says in the comments. tale of I agree ever seen. Well, I bet you'd stick your
0: head in fire if I told you you could see hell. You seen this girl? Yeah, they want to play Nancy Drew with this local legend that people call Dr. Satan. Stupid kids probably got themselves lost. Let's get out of this nut house. <coughs> the boogeyman is <has> real. <coughs> and you found him. Don't die!
4: Please don't kill us.
0: From director Rob Zombie, comes a journey into hell. This can't be real, this can't be real, this can't be real. House <laughs> of a Thousand Corpses. <laughs> Hope you like what you see!
1: Oh, look at him, showing your... It could be common. <laughs> I didn't know I would have clicked on show. It could be. It could be. Um, uh, <laughs> uh, that's funny. I'm going to leave that out there because showing that comment out of context just makes zero sense. Thank you, Salvatos. It could be. So whoever's tuning in now, it could Hello. be. Um, Devil's Rejects is a brilliant film. I agree. Uh, I think I, I think I like it more than House of Thousand Courses. Maybe um, <laughs> Mike, I love Rob Zombie's movies for they're so yeah, they're so subtle, very subtle. I actually like his Halloween remakes. Have you you haven't seen his Halloween remakes? Have you? Cause I, you only I saw... really want
2: to because um, people really like the director's cut of Halloween too. Yeah, from what I've heard.
1: So I actually I, I saw the first Halloween remake. I have not seen the second one. I will say this. I, I think if it was not Halloween, Michael Myers, I probably would have enjoyed it more because it yeah. was so it was just so raw, zombified, so to speak. That like I don't know I, I I the first Halloween is my favorite of all time. So it's uh, like
2: a film that classic, yeah.
1: Yeah, I mean I think it maybe maybe I only saw it when it came out in theaters. Maybe I gotta go into it with, uh fresh eyes. We saw it <laughs> together, nerd. I know. I, I what did I just say? Speaking of remakes this is completely random but I did finally watch that the child's play remake oh. Good movie not a good child's play movie right I will say that it like it's not it's like a cool concept it has some cool kills in it but it's not Chucky you know what I mean anyways oh it's time for Richard's number one pick of his most metal film. Is dun dun dun. I love these epic builds because it takes me five minutes to get it going. Uh, <laughs> the best part about this live stream, too, is that oh, we're getting another manscaped ad. That's it, guys. I'm finally gonna play you a manscaped ad that you can see. Um, it starts with your balls, but I was gonna say, I'm not gonna. The great thing about this is that usually I spend so much time. Editing a damn episode for the guests, not for me, because I do everything perfectly. Uh, but, you know, I got to make the guests sound look good, you know, you know sound good, look good. But uh, whatever uh, the case may be, live stream or podcast. Um, but um, this I'm not going to edit at all. So it's just going to be warts and all. I think let's throw it up there. Mistakes, warts. Let's hear about balls. Before we we'll get think. to The Lawnmower 3.0, the Lawnmower 3.0, say that this is the best thing to not nick or snag your nuts. This is like, <laughs> <fucking> <laughs> oh, His bride. This is hey, hold on, I'll back up a little bit. Your number Stoker's one pick, Dracula. Richard.
2: Bram yeah. Stoker's Dracula, directed by oh, Francis Ford Coppola in Ooh. 1992, starring Gary Oldman, Winona Ryder, Keanu Reeves, many, 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 many people.
1: Did Coppola ever try another horror movie before or after I, this?
2: I think he did one in the 2010s that people didn't really like. He hasn't yeah. been making like big big budget films for a
1: while, unfortunately. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Ralph says all the balls, or maybe that's Sarah. I don't know about you, Savetos. You shared this name, and either way, all the balls is right. All right, Bram Stokers. Dracula, oh, If want to suck, me balls escaped. <laughs>
0: <laughs> <laughs> on the eve of the battle, his bride, Elisabetta, will go. he prized above all things on Earth, knew that he must face an insurmountable force from which he might never return.
2: The vengeful Turks shot an arrow into the castle, carrying false news of Dracula's death. Elizabeth, believing him dead, flung herself
3: into the river.
0: My prince is dead. All is lost without him. May God unite us in heaven. 那是有
1: This is basically a black metal song. It's hard to deny the metal epicness of stabbing a crucifix and blood dripping out of it.
2: I'm gonna say there've been like a lot of vampire movies, but few that go so gothic and over the top and colourful right. as this one. It's it it's like one of the only ones that really matches the idea of like what a vampire is to me, you know, this right. creature that lives off blood but also like uh, is quite romantic in a way um have you seen it brandon
1: you know i it's been i i've seen it but i like i ha- have a very vague memory of it because it was years ago i feel like yeah that i saw it i i definitely have to rewatch it like i when i was watching that clip i was like i have real no memory of this <laughs> yeah. I, saw it, I think two yeah, years i've only ago seen clips
2: yeah it blew it blew my mind i was gonna say um the metal band it reminds me of gonna channel some epic orchestral folk pagan black metal here and say yes
1: moon sorrow yes definitely i can definitely see that um to catch up on the comments well first of all if, for those of you uh, not watching the live stream and listening in podcast form, I don't know how good of a podcast this is going to be, but I don't really care um, because I'm having fun. So... <laughs> but I, I the, you can change the comments that you can show on screen. So uh, I accidentally put the uh, Ralph Saveto, um, the great Ralph hashtag, be like Ralph. Um, he clarified in the chat. It was just him. Sarah um, has not wants nothing to do with this. He said Sarah has... Um, he hates this live stream, um but anyways he didn't say any of that but um he I accidentally pushed his comment it could be to show to the world and now I've rightfully changed it to the more appropriate all the balls so anybody who's tuning in right now will see Ralph Saveto all the balls um Mike says saw this in the theater too we had to get a random guy to say he was our uncle so I could get in. Hopefully, he didn't offer you candy and ice cream, too. And, he, like, goes Coppola's last horror movie was Jack with Robin Williams. Did he? Wait, he didn't actually. Is this, like, the Weird Al thing? He didn't actually have anything to do with that movie, did he?
2: No, no, he directed it.
1: Did he really?
2: Only, like, three or four years after Dracula.
1: Oh, my God. Yeah. Um, Sarah Severo's watching some shit about Shits Creek. It, rather than... Watching clips and trailers and talking about Kirk Von Hammett. I mean, it's only been almost two hours. I mean, uh, add some drop D chords and you have a song. Yeah. I mean, I could the, the, the orchestra, the but I could picture that with some black metal screams for sure. Y- oh, you yeah. give me a bomb. Give me like the bombs, Richard. Oh. Oh, Satan
0: it so, <laughs> across with a sword, from the I think
2: this is turning into a corpse paint podcast.
1: Elifson <laughs> <laughs> drank. Um, corpse paint podcast. Find it on Apple, Google, Spotify, and anywhere you like to find your sporadically released drunken podcasts. Um, cradle of health. Yeah, yeah very exactly, exactly. So now it's time for my number one, right? And I went in a completely different direction than you. Um this movie was um not directed by Francis Ford Coppola. It maybe was um directed by like a bastard cousin of his. Um <laughs> But it's I it, you watch the trailer carefully because you're going to see some familiar faces. Uh the subject matter is uh like has metal written all over. This is a, a B grade um horror movie in all of its cheesy eighties glory. It was actually mentioned in the comments before by uh Mr. Chuck Hoskins, who uh I'm not sure if he's still watching, but we're gonna have him on the podcast soon. He hosts a um uh an iced earth podcast. Oh For those of you that's who like ice, yeah
2: I'm very familiar familiar
1: with. Yeah, it. he's a, he's done a lot of cool stuff with his podcast. He's had basically every member of Iced Earth on it. Wow. Um including, you know, the 100 different members that they've had. Yeah. Um Chuck, if you're still watching, shout out your podcast in the in the in the chat, but you probably tuned out because you have a life. <laughs> um <laughs> Uh, let's see. Where? Wait. Hold on. I. I How exactly this,
2: would one ice an earth? You know.
1: Well, you get an earth, right? Wake up, sleepy. You get an. Head. Are you with me so far? Yeah. You get an earth. Wake up. You get an head. ice cube. Yep. Yeah. And then you ice it. I don't know why that's so hard for you to understand. Um, I'm not sure if he's had Richard Christie on actually, but he has had all the. Other major players. Richard Christie might be too busy with Howard. Mm. I'll ask him though. It's possible. it's it's possible. Possible. Alright, my number one pick is from 1986. This is a trailer for a movie called Trick or Treat. And no and watch the trailer carefully. See if you can spy some familiar faces.
3: Wake up, sleepyhead.
0: It's body turn! Rock and roll will never die. At least not this Halloween. Inverted, raising spirits from the dead by incantations, right? Yes. I, I did that by playing the record backwards. You're okay, kidding. Sammy Kerr. He's a rock and roll nightmare. I am a big fan of yours. I've got all your records. Shut up! you are the bait. The bait is you.
3: This message
0: is meant for me. <laughs> How can you listen to this stuff? Rock and roll! Rock it up in the hey, shut, it up. Up. shut it off! Shut it off! Rock and roll! Rock what have you done to your stereo? I wanted a new one. Sammy Kerr. His fans won't let him die. He won't let them live. You should be loyal to your hero. Make a turn on you. Treat.
1: Looks like we better check out the party punch. Did you notice any familiar faces in that uh, trailer there, Richard Jesse
2: I think I wasn't squinting hard enough, but I did see some credits.
1: Elsewhere. Yeah, it was... We saw uh, Gene Simmons as a radio DJ. And then... None other than the Prince of Darkness, Mr. Ozzy Osborne, makes an appearance as a televangelist. Um, so, I mean, the whole subject matter, obviously, very 80s rock metal, hair metal, just superb 80s cheese on all levels. Highly recommend. So that, that is my number one pick for most metal horror movie. Looks very cool.
2: Not to be confused with the 2007 film Trick Ah, Trait, which is also right. very
1: good. Which was directed by Francis Ford Coppola. So <laughs> Not <laughs> exactly. So, I'm not sure how good of a podcast this makes, but it makes for a great live stream. Um, it is a perfect part for us. You're absolutely right. So, uh, if you'd rather, you know, go on Facebook or YouTube and watch it instead of listen to it, well, you already did almost two hours, so I yeah. guess... <laughs> I guess good for you. Um, you can go back and re-watch it on Facebook and YouTube. Um, but, yeah, you know, I, hopefully we'll be doing a lot more of these. And, uh, uh, oh, thank you, Brad. Thank you, Brad. Thank you. Oh, some familiar faces popping into the chat here, uh, friends and family alike. So, uh, anyways, do you like my radio voice, Richard?
2: Oh, that was a question?
1: Yes, do you like my radio voice? Yes, I do. Is it creepy or seductive? All 80% seductive, 20% <laughs> creepy. <laughs> so Richard, where can everybody find you on social media?
2: I'm on Twitter at RSH underscore L. Pretty much the same on Instagram, et cetera, etc. Et <laughs> Been doing a fair bit of writing. I'm working my way up to doing a podcast of my own many hoops to jump through but hopefully yes, yes. that will be a thing soon
1: you've been keeping me posted and i'm eagerly awaiting because i know the podcast will be fantastic yeah. i i will say uh, you know if you're watching this on facebook you already know where to find me at metallica's pod you can also find me at metallica's pod at metallic what did i say at metallica's, metallica's pod at metallica's pod yeah the, 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 the I, I don't know what i'm saying anymore at metallica's pod on facebook twitter and instagram please download subscribe leave a positive five-star review um again i don't know if this makes a good podcast but made for a fun live stream i had a blast richard talking metallica metal horror for almost two hours this might be the longest episode ever and uh hopefully we made it entertaining
2: yes and to anyone listening please send us your recommendations for most metal horror films i would love yes
1: Yeah, you know where to find us on social media. So tell us your most metal horror films. Um, Tell us if you disagree. What's the spookiest Metallica song? What do you think is the spookiest Metallica music video? What do you think is the spookiest? This is a question for another time. Maybe next year. Just spookiest metal band in general. But that's for next year, Richard S. Until next time, ladies and gentlemen. Mail up your ass. Yeah. Fans not
3: experts.